Warning, the following program is not recommended for religious zealots, or it might make you think for yourself and question your God. May you forever burn in hell. Oh, and God loves you. Enjoy the fucking show. Hello, welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. Alright, look folks, I'm getting desperate here. I'm really tired of living on this planet with all these jackasses and their religious craziness. Um, And SpaceX is coming up with a program to go to Mars. The trip cost $500,000 and only 80,000 people are going to be going over there. And it's going to be a colony, so if you could just donate to our website... So then all three of us can get the fuck off of this rock, get away from these assholes, and actually live a nice life. That would be awesome. I'd appreciate it. Thank you very much. So there's a problem with this. What? (laughs) And the problem with this is you are terribly unlucky, and you will be... uh, 500,000? Yes. Yeah, you're going to be on this little ship... Filled with a bunch of rich Christians. Nah, they're probably not Christians. They probably just say they are because they have to look good to people here. Uh, yeah, they're rich Christians. Yeah, but once I get up there, I can just kill them. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be lawlessness up there. Yeah, it'll be anarchy. It'll be awesome. They won't have space cops or anything up there yet. Yeah. What mm. cops got 500000 to go up there and arrest somebody? True that, bitch. None of them. You also said the three of us, and there are four of us here, so who's... Well, I'm assuming you want to stay here, because you're a Christian, and, you know, it's all, like, your shit, so... Yeah, what about uh, procreation? You don't want to be here for the... Ra- Why? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay. okay. The four of us. <laughs> the four of us. <laughs> God damn, that's a typical woman, man, using <laughs> using sex to make a man give her what she wants. I, I, yeah, I, I shouldn't have doubted myself there. So, on that note, uh, two. Two. Yeah, yeah fuck two. off. <laughs> anyway, thanks to KK and his Weathered Underground for the opening. Appreciate it again, guys. God damn it. I forgot. What are we doing now? Is this ca- the ca- is this chaos? Yes, or? chaos. So I'm going to go last on the free fear because mine's going to be a fucking rant and a half. So everybody else go. Okay, I'll go last after Eric goes last. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I said I'll go last. I'm sorry. So do you two? I'll, I'll go first. Oh, yes. That's what I was hoping for. I got nothing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have something. Nothing. I have something. Oh, Thank God. Okay, so... So, Vince, uh, what are you going to do? What, I'm just going to sit here and look at Kristen while she talks. Okay, that's fair. So, what do y'all I think? I just wanted to see what you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Go, I'm sorry, are you Kristen. Done? I'm are you done, done now? I'm finished. Okay. So hey, what Eric, it, can you give me a beer real quick? No. Okay. Uh... <laughs> He's pissed just, our god off. You I pissed just, god off. You better I watch did. out, man. I will you better be watch out. That's why okay. she doesn't care. She goes. This she is a real. This time for real. Eric's going to watch me. I'm going to step away from the mic. I'm going to get Kristen the floor. My apologies. Just wanted to... She's done. She is done. She, she, she was going to talk about her labia and, and all kinds of other stuff, and you just fucking ruined it for us all and our listeners. Talk about our new so lazy you can, boy. You guys can rate that then. About a two, one. I don't even know what to rate it, dude. I'm fucking lost now. 
I was ready for some free for action. Well, yeah, I thought I was going to be like a couple of minutes before it got to me, but apparently. <laughs> Go ahead, Christian. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll step away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, we're going to lay on her until she does it. Lay on her? I mean, like, lay out, what lay the out on slip. We'll say what it. the fuck? Yeah. Whoops. That was a Freudian slip. Let's see. I thought I had something and I forgot what it was. Okay. It's all up to you, Kristen. I, I don't really have anything, to be honest, because I did like last week. I can't week. go last if nobody's actually gone. That and makes I, no sense. So you I, have to do something. <laughs> actually, I do have but my dick of the week. I got one this week for you, Boggs. I kind of revamped it, though. It's not one Why person. Why do you have Boggs a dick? No, Boggs isn't. Of the week. Well, he's, okay. Let's take it back. He, I mean, he's like the Lifetime Achievement Award winner for that. But, I mean, like for the segment on the show, at least. But I will, um, I will. Are you sure you're done, Chris? And you don't want to go? All right. Goddamn Boggs. You're the worst, man. How dare you? So, anyway, this is what I did, like, this week. And I, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the UN uh, passed a, a treaty. And it's basically for, um, it's a, for disability. And they're trying to pass it. And it's basically, it's the same tr- um, act that we passed, our Americans with Disability Act that we passed. Um, I think it was back in 90, 1990. And it's uh, basically, it's replicated after it. I mean, it's the exact same thing. And they're trying to pass it because, you know, a lot of these kind of developing nations or industrial state, nations that are a little bit behind us, they don't really take care of their people the way they should. You know, they don't have the handicapped parking spaces right up front of their Walmarts like we do. So they want to try and take care of their people a bit better. So the UN got together and they modeled it after our act and then they passed it. And so far, 155 nations have signed on to it and it's been ratified in 126 countries. I mean, you're talking Britain, France, Germany, Russia, um, even China. I mean, you know, which is a little funny to me because, you know, they have such a good record on labor and stuff, but they, they even ratified it in theirs. But it came up in our Senate last week. And this is a treaty, and like we went over this in our first episode with the whole Christian thing and stuff. Treaties, you know, they go through the Senate. Two-thirds of a vote has to pass it. And it failed in our Senate. <laughs> this was a bill that was written after, you know, our very own Americans with Disabilities Act. And they're always talking about, you know, how we need to be the leaders for the free world. So this is how we show it. And it was 38 Republicans that cast no against it. And basically it's because, because it's U.N., and there's all these conspiracy theories like, you know, if you give any power to the U.N., like, you know, they're going to come in, take our guns away from us, and then they're going to take over our homes, and they're going to be marching with their soldiers with their blue helmets on up and down our streets. So that was it. So Rick Santorum, who's insane, went up to the Senate and met with a bunch of these Tea Party senators and some of the more extremist right-wing senators and basically talked to them about all this nonsense, and he got them to capitulate, so they voted against it. So those 38 senators are my dicks of the week. And... um there is a John Kerry, a senator from Massachusetts, Democrat. He said that um, that you know it wasn't a controversial thing to be you know not to be passed in the first place. He said basically what the treaty said was very simple. It says you can't discriminate get, discriminate against a disabled, and it also says that the other countries have to do basically what we did 22 years ago. That's all it came down to. And, um, you know, it was like the most outrageous thing he's seen in the Senate. And I watched a daily show and they did a piece on it. And John Stewart said, this proves that 
um, that Republicans hate the UN more than they care about disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I was like, yeah, pretty much. And it's kind of sad. Like I saw they showed one stat, the United Nations estimates that about 650 million people in the world have disabilities. So roughly about nine to 10%. So fuck the disabled. So the dicks of the week, the Republican Senate. <laughs> oh, and you got anything for and, us and Boggs. <laughs> I want to leave that. Wow. There's Boggs a, really, really pissed her off. I do have a couple of other stories, but I think tonight's topic will be pretty heated. It'll be fine. So I wanted to leave time. So I didn't pull too much. So Eric, it's all yours since uh, Kristen is pretty much tuned out of the show. <laughs> yeah, she's done. She's not even going to talk at all, which really makes me sad. I know. I'm kind of sad, too. And I think we should exile Boggs now. Yeah, had that had those fucking interviews you got last week, jerk. Boggs isn't even answering. <laughs> it's just the two of us, man. All right, let's do this. <laughs> go ahead. Let's go with your thing, then. We'll okay. get the topic. So last Sunday, I had a friend that passed away. Um, he hit a guardrail on I-30 and creamed off the road and got ejected from his car and was pronounced dead on the site. Um, had his funeral uh, yesterday, yesterday morning. And uh, drove down to Kennedale for the funeral. And, you know, it's the funeral of a 31-year-old whose life got cut short and all that stuff. You would think that it would be about him and his life and what he went through and things that he accomplished and the people that he touched and all that stuff. So his uncle got up, started talking about him, and... uh Spent probably, he probably talked for maybe 45 minutes. Uh, He spent about 10% of that talking about Ryan. And talking about his personality, his character, and the person that he was. The rest of it was a fire and brimstone sermon about how Ryan, who never even had a religious conversation with me ever, would want people to believe in Jesus Christ. And that if he was there today, or if he was there yesterday with us, he would want all of us to believe in Jesus. And then the guy went on to, like, rapture and shit, and talking about how God's going to raise the dead, and then all the people that believe are going to go up there with him, and all this stuff. And this fuck-ass finally sits the fuck down, and then the preacher comes up. Uh, Well, the preacher doesn't know Ryan for shit, so what is he going to do? (laughs) <laughs> the same shit starts talking about how you need to accept Jesus, blah, 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 talks about his church, all that other shit. It's just, it absolutely fucking disgusted me. And the only reason I didn't fucking say something right then and there was for respect of his family. And that's it. Cause I mean, they're shell shocked, you know, they, they don't know what the fuck to do. Um, it was just, it, it, it was horrible. I couldn't fucking believe it when I was looking at it. I mean, I I was noticeably pissed. <laughs> and like I said, the, the guy died at 31. So it was a very young death. And the place was packed. Uh, most of it was standing room only. Um, and luckily, my best friend was there. He just pretty much had his hand on my shoulder the entire time because he could see it in my face that I just wanted to rip these two guys' heads off. Because it was nothing to do with Ryan. It had everything to do with fucking God and their fictitious imaginary piece of shit friend who fucks over everybody on this fucking planet. 
Sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> I have something similar with that. When my dad died in August, like he he had cancer, and for the last couple of weeks, I mean, he was so doped up on morphine and stuff. And when it kind of got to that point, you know, where they're um, bringing in hospice and everything, they had a. Um, it's kind of like part of the service. They'll always send in like a you know a preacher or whatever to go kind of console with them and everything. And and um, when he did my dad's sermon and stuff, that's what he did. He got up there. I mean, he didn't know my dad for shit. He'd talk to him like a handful of times, if that. And like I said, my dad was so fucking drugged up and everything. We talked to him, and he got up and you know went on about how my dad had found the Lord and how he was going to go be beside him in heaven and all this other bullshit and i was doing the same thing i was just kind of sitting there just kind of seething because my dad did not believe in the lord yeah. for fucking 79 years of his life he sure didn't find god the last week of his existence i know that for a fact especially if you ever met my dad the way he acted he would approve that to you but uh he uh I mean, he did the same thing i mean he got there he gave about a 25 30 minute speech you know and, and it was about 90 percent about finding god and being with the lord and my sister's the same way she's just kind of she can look at me and she could just see it on my face too i was the same way i was like whatever just i'm not gonna say anything just let it go i don't even care and the the uncle did another thing that i thought was shitty his uh younger brother was the first in the family to find out um a police officer and uh, a chaplain showed up at his door and told him about uh, his brother dying. And the, the chaplain asked him if he wanted to. And the, the uncle used this as an example in his fucking little sermon um, about how you need to focus on God in times like these and all this shit. So the chaplain asked him, you know, if you wanted to have a moment of silence and pray for his brother. And he said verbatim, I don't want to pray to a God that takes somebody that young. And this asshole used it in front of him, <laughs> mind you, in front of him, what he said and used it as a thing that he needs to, that people need to find God in times like these and shit and the suffering and blah, 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 blah. Same old crap you always fucking hear. Yep. But seriously, at a dude's funeral, like, it, it, shouldn't it be about the person that died? Don't you think, you know, about their life and stuff, not about the fictional fucking made up shit that uh, you really can't prove? No, no, I think that's usually standard. Because we can prove that he lived. I mean, we have photographs. We had his dead body there. <laughs> I mean, there was all kind. there's hosts of evidence of his life actually existing. We have zero evidence of what they spent 80% of the time talking about existing. Fucking ridiculous. And later, uh, me and my friend went and had lunch afterwards. And I really didn't want to say anything because I was just so fucking riled up and just ready to go. And uh, he actually was the one that brought it up and said, don't you think that that was a little preachy? <laughs> I'm like, uh, you're talking to me. Yes, I thought it was fucking preachy. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I, I will put this on the radio so then people know. I do not want my funeral to be anywhere near like that. <laughs> Nothing. In fact, I don't even want it in a fucking church. I don't want any fucking chaplain talking about shit. I don't want anybody talking about some fictional creature that they believe in. None of that stuff. I want it to be actually kind of like a party, more or less. Nah. I want, like kegs, hot chicks, loud, <laughs> obnoxious music. Like, <laughs> you're, you're not mourning my death. You're celebrating the life that I had, you know? 
Yeah, I'm just uh, I just want to be cremated and they can just go dump my ashes. Oh, I don't care how. Give a shit. I, mean, I, they don't, I don't want a service or anything. Either. I don't care if they give me to some like crazy necrophiliac. I don't give a shit. It's, no, it's I'm, I'm done. You know, my body means shit to me then. It's really weird. <laughs> but I don't give a shit what happens to my body. I donated it to science, actually. So, but yeah, just fucking ridiculous. I was extremely pissed off. If you can't tell. And these assholes are still not talking. I don't think Vox is going to talk until she talks. I think that's what he's doing. God almighty, man. Worst show ever. I, I know. We might as well not even have a fucking show Why, that's be like this. This is terrible. I'm sorry, folks. <clears throat> do you guys want to get into the topic? you guys want to do anything? Apparently, they don't want to do anything. I still want to hear what she had to say. <laughs> say you're sorry. Oh, I was waiting on that. I'll show her I'm sorry. That's weird. What? Christy, I mean, I'll say I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That I cut you off three times. Or four. That's who counts. Who's or? counting though? Now tell me you love me. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So, Erica, are you going to cook me that beer or what? <laughs> Got you again. What? Okay, I'm really done this time. I'm going to sit back. I'm still sorry though. God damn it. <laughs> Can we edit out this last He's five single minutes? Single handedly ruining the show. <laughs> Go ahead, Kristen. I'm sorry. I am sorry. No, she's really not going to do it this time. That's fair. God damn it. So the topic is gun control? Yes. I don't even care anymore. Gun <laughs> control. And it's, it, I thought it was pretty good. Like last week after the show, we do like we always do. We're like, what the fuck are we going to do next week? And we decided we'd do gun control. And then I didn't hear about it that day, but I guess evidently that was the day that that Chiefs player uh, killed his girlfriend and then drove to Arrowhead Stadium and, Stadium and ended up killing himself. Um, I mean, I guess that kind of was the only thing about that is, you know, it kind of brought that topic to the forefront again. So I guess, you know, timing was good for us, not so good for them. Um, I think the thing that kind of brought it up really, I mean, of course that was a major story if you watch football or anything, but then, uh, everybody saw, well, I don't think everybody saw, but everybody definitely heard about it via Fox news and the right wing nut job machine going ape shit about uh, Bob Costas when he got on air during the uh, Monday night game. And yeah, I did get a chance to see that. He made his little, you know, five minute play. And basically he found, he, he read from an article from a guy there in Kansas city that actually was a sportswriter, I guess that knew the player, some of the players and everything. And he wrote a story up on it and cost is basically just, um, read from what he wrote. And I thought that a lot of the points he made were, I mean, they're just real basic, you know, he's not real preachy and, you know, just these, this real fact-based argument and stuff, but he just, you know, laid out a nice little argument. And I, I took a couple of the clips. A couple of them are the ones that Bob uh, Costa said, and I just kind of want to read these real fast for people who didn't hear it. Uh, these are Jason Whitlock's words though. He said, I would rather, um, I would argue that your uh, rationalization speak to how numb we are in the society to gun violence and murder. We've come to accept our insanity. We'd prefer to avoid seriously reflecting upon the absurdity of the prevailing notion that the Second Amendment somehow enhances our liberty rather than threatens it. Um, he, he wrote more. I kind of skipped around and pulled a couple different lines. Um, our current gun culture simply ensures that more and more domestic disputes will end in ultimate tragedy and that more convenience store confrontations over loud music coming from a car will leave more teenage boys bloodied and dead. Handguns do not enhance our society. They exacerbate our flaws, tempt us to ex um, escalate arguments, and bait us in embracing conversations rather than avoiding it. And I think that's very true. Yeah. <clears throat> and then if you look at some of the... Um, and then, of course, 
like what he he brought up the thing about the convenience store, and that was in um, response to another event that took place. I mean, everybody knows about the Trayvon Martin thing that happened over the the summer with this standard ground law in Florida, which basically says that if anybody kind of comes up to you and they're threatening you, you basically can kill them or shoot them or take whatever defense you feel is necessary or it's proper in order to protect yourself. So this guy, you know, he pulls up in a parking lot at a convenience store and I guess there's some young black kids or teenagers, early 20s, I don't know, around that age, and they're blasting their shitty rap music, which I fucking hate too because it's awful, but... They're not, they're just doing their thing. They're doing what all fucking young kids do. And, and that's annoy the fuck out of everybody around them. But he has to get confrontation with them. He's, I guess, evidently yelling at them to turn their fucking music down, this and that. And of course, they're a bunch of kids. They're smart asses to begin with. I mean, everybody knows how teenagers are. Everybody knows how they were when they were that age. So I'm sure they mouthed off to him and fucking said some choice words back. So he fucking pulls out a gun and fires a few rounds in the car and he kills one of the kids in it. And then he tries to say, stand your ground. I felt threatened. It's like. They're in their car. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he was referring to on that. And it's like, those are the kind of laws right there that make, I think, gun ownership really dangerous. I mean, the fact that, you know, you have your whatever, your basic background checks and your possible 10 day waits, which if you buy guns at like gun shows and stuff, you don't even have that. There's ways around that. There's loopholes in the laws. But I mean. You know, there's in some countries like Canada, for instance, I think I brought this up before, like they have things on the books where if you try and get a handgun or something, I mean, there's you have the waiting period. But if you've even had in the past, like, let's say you have an ex-wife, ex-girlfriend and you'd had domestic uh, disputes against you and there's things on file about it, that pretty much will automatically negate any opportunity you have to purchase a handgun. Just the fact that you've had a domestic dispute in the past, you know, that that's it in this country. That's not going to keep you from getting it. You know, and I think then you put laws in place like that stand your ground. I mean, you're just saying, let me get, here's a, an asshole, just testosterone, fucking old man, filled old man. And he, you know, he's fucking, you know, we talk about whipping our proverbial dicks around. That's what he's got with his little handgun. And he's got that for backup. So he knows he could just talk as much shit as he wants. And then if somebody comes at him, you know, then he can whip it out fucking wave around use it if he wants and then he can just say it's the law stand your ground i felt threatened they came at me i mean those are the kind of ridiculous things i think that cause so much harm what do you think boggs you think that causes problems you like that you want some laws like that i think alcohol is a bigger son of a bitch i'm sure there might have been some drinking involved who fucking knows but I mean, but that that's part of it, though. I mean, if you have people that have these guns on them and it's so easily accessible, then you have problems like that where people are drinking. Like my wife told me a story about um, there's some guys. I don't know much about this. I mean, she told it to me that she had read it or saw it somewhere where there's a few buddies and I guess they were watching some sporting event. I don't know if it was fucking Super Bowl or whatever the hell it was, major sporting event. They're just fucking hanging out and they're all drinking and shit. And uh, one of the guys got the hiccups real bad and stuff, could stop. And his buddy, to try to do the scare tactic thing on him, you know, to get him to stop hiccuping, he had a concealed gun. He, like, whipped it out real fast to fucking point him to scare him. And it fucking went off, and he shot him in the head and killed him. <laughs> it's like, that's the kind of shit that happens. You put, you know, fucking idiots with guns. I mean, but... Yeah. Um, one of my favorite arguments that I heard from people that are so pro-gun... And for the record, I really don't have much of a stance on this because there's not a ton of facts. There are there are some facts that you can find, and then there's a lot of stuff that's just kind of vague. And ultimately, I mean, if somebody 
feels that they're better protected because they have a gun. I mean, that that's not necessarily the case. But anyway, um, whenever the uh, shootings happened in that movie theater at uh, Dark Knight Rises, you yeah, know, you in Aurora, Colorado, yeah. Um, somebody said, "Oh, well, that wouldn't happen here in Texas." I'm like, well, why not? Like, because concealed handgun laws, they would have shot that motherfucker. I'm like, okay, so instead of having one jackass in a tear-gassed-filled, dark fucking movie theater, you want two. One which doesn't have a fucking mask on and is terrified. Mm -hmm. Really? That's going to solve the problem? Don't fucking think so. I think that would have caused a hell of a lot more problems. I heard that, too. It probably would have killed more people because he wouldn't know who to shoot. I heard he that. He would just start shooting anybody who came his way. After the fact, when that happened, all the right wing... If he could fucking see them. Because, you know, of course, any time an event happens, that's the only time people get serious and start whining about gun control and how we need to be a little bit stricter. And then, uh, of course, all the right wing radio and TV was going nuts on that, saying the same thing. They're all coming out. You know, if everybody had guns and that shit wouldn't have happened, it's like, yeah, it would have been twice as bad. There would have been many more fucking people dead because you get a bunch of psychos who are going to save the day and whip it out. And like you said, dark theater, they're just fucking aiming and firing. And it was tear gassed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I for yeah, I forgot about that. It's already dark lit, which makes it harder to see. Mm -hmm. And then it's fucking tear gassed, which makes it next to impossible to see. And then they're fucking terrified because they don't know what the fuck is going on. So... Yeah, I, I absolutely believe that more people would have died if some jackass had a fucking handgun in there. Guarantee but, it. But to make that argument with him, you could have been like, well, I kind of recall in Fort Hood a couple of years ago, we had a guy shoot up the place, and that was on a military installation, <laughs> and they have fucking M16s and everything readily available, and that didn't stop him from yeah. taking out. I, I can't remember how many people he took. I know it was like a dozen or something. Yeah, the, many, the argument that the psychos have the weapons, so we have to have the weapons, is non-valid. <laughs> the psychos don't care what happens to them. You care about what happens to you. And the math definitely adds up that the closer in proximity you are to a gun, the more likely you are to receive or somebody near you receive violence from that gun. Oh, there's no question. I mean, even if... Without a fucking doubt. If you look at the stats, um, Alaska has a 60% uh, of the population owns guns. And in Hawaii, 10% of the population owns guns. Alaska's homicide rate from gunfire is uh, six times higher than Hawaii's. Wonder why? Because there's more fucking guns. The more guns there are, the more deaths from guns there are going to be. Simple math. Yeah, and I, I know I, everybody, I mean, kind of start this off. I know I was... Event originally when I was kind of going over stuff, I was like, well, I'm going to try and pull a bunch of stats to prove arguments. But I figured this is one of those things where it really stats are fun to throw out. And I've got some, but I think that in the, you know, the broad sp scope of the argument and stuff, I think it really does come down to a lot of opinion, you know, and just how you look at things. I mean, it, it's all opinion, so you can't really come to a conclusion. So this episode is one of those. It's just opinions. It's like, this is what I think. This is what, you know, is happening. You know, draw your own conclusion. I think people are already pretty entrenched in what they believe, but you know, they like the big argument is always a second amend a second amendment where, you know, they they always want to bring up what it says, which the actual the ratified amendment in the in the uh, constitution says, a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of those people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And everybody just takes that. Like, oh, yeah, you know, the right of the people to keep and bear arms and I'll be infringed, blah, blah, blah. But the first part of that is, I think, the most important when it talks about a well-regulated militia. I think people don't realize 
that has a totally different context than how people look at it today. Everybody's like, oh, look at that, man. The founding fathers, they want us all to have, you know, submachine guns and fucking whatever we want. Hell, I mean, I don't know why we don't have grenades and stuff, too, because we need to be able to protect ourselves. Well, that was passed in 1791. You know, I mean, we're talking just, you know, decade plus after the revolution. The country didn't have a freestanding or like a federal army like we have today. So in case we were, you know, invaded for whatever reason for outside forces, basically all these towns had to be armed in order to protect themselves and their families and stuff. I mean, that's the militias at the time. They're not talking about like these assholes now in like Michigan who put together these little (laughs) military fucking compounds and stuff and go out and fucking train with their camel on these fake fucking soldiers. It's not, that's not what it was meant to be. I mean, it's clear and there's writings from Thomas Jefferson and stuff and they, they kind of brought this, you know, they kind of talk about this a little bit for the time being, even the the meaning of it. I mean, it's the context is taken way out of proportion for what it really is supposed to mean. And I mean, I guess it's a valid argument and it does say that. And I think, you know, the right to bear arms and everything's fine. I just think that, you know, if you look at it in the context of how, how many arms people are allowed to have, the kinds were allowed. I mean, you look at Assault well, yeah, with. I was about to say they didn't like back when they wrote that it, they, there weren't semi-automatic rifles that exactly you could purchase. like those <laughs> didn't exist. They couldn't even fathom that. I mean, back then, like, fuck, how long did it take you to load your bullet and shit? <laughs> like a Fucking couple of minutes. Put your pellet in, pack <laughs> like, it down in there. So if you were being attacked, like it was some serious shit and you were frantically fucking loading your gun. But now it's just like it's cocked, loaded, ready to fucking go at, at a moment's notice. And a lot of people have semi-automatic, so they can fire a shitload of rounds really fast. That's a good it's idea. a lot of damage. Maybe we should just go back to everybody having muskets. Everybody gets one musket per household. <laughs> here you go, fucker. Clean you your fucking yourself. guns. Here you go. <laughs> defend yourself, dick. Go well, for it. Well, I mean, the argument that it's for, like, self-defense is fucking invalid. Because it doesn't, like, how many times do you hear about somebody's shit being inverted because they had a fucking gun on them? Not ever. It doesn't I've heard, happen. I've heard more cases where people have tried to break up let's say they hear a noise in the house or something yeah, like that an and they end up shooting They're, one of their family members or exactly. they accidentally hurt themselves or i mean it and seems it's because like, once they have that gun their awareness and their paranoia heightens mm-hmm. their their actual it, there actually is uh, psychological evaluations and studies that have shown that people that do have guns have a heightened sense of paranoia and that's kind of like what i was saying earlier with the concealed gun you know like that guy and it happens with it. It's like that uh, that fucking dude. I can't think of his name right now. That killed Trayvon Martin. That uh, George Zimmerman. Oh yeah. It's the same thing. You've got that gun. You've got the power. I mean, he sees this kid who looks suspicious to him. He's following this kid. You know. And if you're a teenage kid and you've got a grown man following you around, you're the one that's going to be paranoid. And finally, you know, that dude turned on him and confronted him. Trayvon turned on him and confronted him, and jump the motherfucker which he should have done i mean if someone's following me you feel that need it's like dude i mean yeah you gotta do something do i gotta protect myself he was the (laughs) one that was standing his fucking ground and then he gets on he's whooping this guy's ass and then the dude shoots him and he's like i had to defend myself he was whooping my ass because you were fucking following him you creepy bastard he's a teenage (laughs) kid and you're falling around like a goddamn pervert i mean jesus christ the only thing he's missing probably was a fucking priest caller i mean hell i would turn around beat his ass too (laughs) But I mean, that's a, it gives you, you know, it's like guts. It's like drinking, you know, bogs are up alcohol. It's the same thing. And you have a fucking couple beers. It's like, Hey, I'm tough now. I got a fucking couple beers in me. Then you're like, Hey, I'm tough. I got a couple beers in me. Plus I got this gun. <laughs> it's like, 
come on, man, show me what you got. But it's ridiculous. I, I wanted to bring up one kind of thing though, is, um, you know, kind of on a comparison. I looked up like strictness of gun laws and like the U S actually has some of the, the loosest gun laws, like developmentally speaking. And one of the stricter ones is Japan. So I thought this was pretty interesting. It's a little bit of a comparison between the two. Let's see, uh, gun-related homicides. The United States is the highest out of the 23 richest countries in the world. So all your your major industrial countries, European, China, those. Let's see, um, the gun-related murder rate is almost 20 times higher than that of the other 22. And it says that uh, with almost one privately firearm owned per person in America, they we have the highest ownership rate in the world. Um, the second one they have on the list is Yemen. <laughs> They're second right behind us. So <laughs> that kind of tells you the company we keep. <laughs> but um, Japan's, like I said, they have one of the, uh, they have the, like one of the lowest rate. They have one of the strictest controls. In, in 2008, it said the U.S. had over 12,000 firearm-related homicides. All of Japan only had 11. And the fewest, uh, and they, that was fewer than was, than was killed at Aurora. Yeah. You brought up the Colorado. So m- less people died in Japan that year than died in that movie theater that day in America. Why? And, why? Yeah, and they're, one of their bigger years, or like, I said they bigger years. One of their years in 2006, they only had two people fucking murdered with guns in Japan. I saw that I was like, holy shit, dude. That's what about what about samurai swords? I, I think that might have been higher in Japan. I think that was like five or six deaths. <laughs> Actually, I didn't look that one up, jerk. <laughs> Fucking samurai <laughs> swords. <laughs> I'm just asking. That's pretty funny, but no, I didn't look that one up. But I mean, that's just the thing. It's like everyone wants guns so bad, but you really can show it. I mean, if if there's more, it's like Eric says, more guns. There's going to be more incidents. It's Absolutely. just the way it it's is. It's just it's simple math. I mean, it's it's not that hard to like. If you take this room and you put just like a cup of ice over in the corner, it's not going to get that cold in this room. But if you take this room and you fill out half with ice, it's going to be fucking cold in this room. That would be hot because then Kristen would be tweaking over there. Hey, Kristen. <laughs> dude, like, she's, what the fuck? dude, she's not talking. I'm going to Boggs fuck. totally turned can, her off. We can fuck with her. Did you turn her off? Turned yeah, off. I did. <laughs> she won't be tweaking then. Okay, so nope. anyway. So I have uh, the rankings for the U.S. I already said, you know, we're the highest in uh, deaths and stuff. But this is kind of put it in a little bit more perspective. Um, kind of like based on numbers and everything. So instead of just saying, you know, there's this many thousands killed in America because populations always kind of throw everything off. So they have the one that breaks it down more population. So in like... The U.S., uh, the way they have it compared to other ones, and like Eastern European nations and stuff, they typically, the majority of them, and this is average in Europe, it's about one death per 100,000. Whereas in uh, the United States, you're talking closer to about 10. So basically, it's about 19 and a half times higher in the United States than the 23 other countries, which are mostly like the European nations. So, I mean, it's... Uh, that's pretty ridiculous. And then when you go to look at like other stats, like they'll pull in like suicides and stuff on it. We're 5.8 times higher to have more suicides because of uh, firearms. And then we are about five and a half times higher in unintentional firearm deaths from accidental ones. And that one now tonight, before I came over as uh, print some shit off 
And uh, there was a story on uh, Yahoo I saw. I mean, this literally came across like right before I came over. Where tonight in Pennsylvania, there's a seven-year-old boy shot in front of a gun store from his dad. They were leaving the gun store, and he was getting in the trunk, and uh, he just purchased like a nine-millimeter gun, evidently. And I guess he was fucking with it, and it went off, and he killed a seven-year-old child. So there's another accidental death you can add to the fucking ledger. So so I'm sure he really needed that nine-millimeter gun to protect his family, and then he ended up shooting his goddamn son before he even got out of the parking lot of the place. So that's why I don't have uh, I don't have any handguns at my house. I do have a rifle, so if you motherfuckers break in, I will fucking <laughs> shoot you, sons of bitches. But uh, handguns, I don't know. I mean, it's like England; they have uh, no handguns. Yeah, you can own like a rifles and stuff, but even those, they have to be registered, and you have to be like a part of like a um, I don't know what they call them over there. Kind of like a gun club here, basically, where you'd go and you know fire them off and stuff. But you have to be kind of registered through them. So you can you have, have some rifles. kind of training. Yeah, so you can you're allowed to have rifles, but you know you do everything through the gun club. Like you have to have your registration stuff, but you can't have handguns. Yeah, I mean even I mean everybody knows the thing with the bobbies over there. You know they carry their little fucking batons and stuff. Like they don't have yeah. guns. So if you fucking do something, the cops are like, "Stop! Like, Fuck you!" You know what are you gonna do? Shoot me, asshole! And you just run away. I mean as long as you're not fat and out of shape, you can probably get away with a crime over there pretty easy. So go to uh, England if you're a criminal. That's my suggestion to all people <laughs> you know why they did that just the whole, like the whole bobby system i know sir why don't you tell us uh the whole bobby system is supposed to be a not really like a fight against this but the idea is they don't want the police force to be seen as kind of like the american police force is like the the entire uh like actually we have it up on our website the little frisking policy for new york city yeah they don't want their police officers to be this symbol of bullshit and violence and they can get away with whatever because they're a police officer. They want their police force to be somebody that you can go to for help. So they took away a lot of their... their uh, and this has been like a thing for their police force forever. As long as I've... Uh, uh, I don't even remember when the last time they carried fire. I don't think they ever have. But the point to that was anytime that you have a police force like that that just has a baton, they're not really a violent type person. But they're there to serve and protect. Imagine that. <laughs> like ours. Yeah, just like, like they have ours. It on, like they have it on their car before they go out and beat people to fucking half the death and shoot but see, the, the teenagers thing I, 50 times. And The thing that's, that's amazing to me, we'll bring this up with uh, education a lot too, with how different countries are and how different their, their culture has established these obvious truths, we'll say. The obvious truth that you need a handgun to protect yourself... There's people in England who just have a stick, and they are police officers. Yeah, You would think that a police officer sees a lot of shit and wants a lot of protection, right? And that's one thing I want to get into with you guys and kind of hear your opinions on it. Because, I mean, I'm putting out stats and stuff, and we're kind of talking about the whole gun situation now. But I kind of want to talk about why there's why Americans are so much more violent, why we have so many gun issues. Because there are other countries, like Canada, for instance, they have almost just as many guns, like on average per household, as we have here. But yet, their murder rate is practically nothing compared to ours. I mean, they don't have hardly any murders. I think it has to do with a couple of things. Um, first off, I think it's the the amount of guns that we have in this country. Um, but see, that's what I'm saying. I think if you look at like Canada, for instance, and you're talking per person, like with us, they're almost on par with us. I, I mean, I think it also has to do with education. And yeah. also has to do with what you were talking about earlier, gun culture. 
gun culture in America is that it's a toy. It's something to go out and target practice with and have fun with your buddies and get drunk out in the farm and fucking shoot some shit. And like, it's, it's not a weapon. It's not an instrument of death, you know, in their eyes. It's more of something really cool to show off to their buddies. I could see that a little bit. It's like, Hey, check out my new TV. You know, it's like, uh, I mean, one of my friends, he just bought a, uh, 870 pump action shotgun. Um, and he was like all giddy to fucking show it to me. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Why don't you put it back in its fucking case? (laughs) (laughs) No rounds in it, is there? The thing is, is, uh, I think a problem that we have in this country is educating our young ones about stuff like this. This doesn't come up in school. This doesn't come up anywhere except for unless your parents want it to come up. But there's too many instances. Man, I knew a kid. I think he intended to do this. I don't think this was an accident, but it was just the fact that he had this option. Who uh, he was on the swim team. He had like straight A's on his on his report cards, and I think he got drunk at a party, got depressed because some girl dumped him, and literally blew his fucking head off with a shotgun. Yeah, I would have to say because, like I said, our suicide rate is about yeah, suicide you know, rate is about six times. I think that is because of the access to guns. No. I think. Now here's the deal though about the suicide rate thing. Honestly though. They're probably just going to find a way to kill themselves, and a firearm is well, the quickest. Well, it's easier. I, and it's it is easier. easier with a firearm, and that, that goes with domestic disputes as well. Like, mm-hmm. if you pick up a knife and actually go after somebody, you're seriously disturbed. Yeah. But it's really easy to pick up that fucking gun and just pull a trigger. Right. I, it's very, very simple. I think, I think so, too, because, like, with suicide, I mean... And even <sighs> still, like, a knife, like, it's not like you... Well, get them and they're dead. Like you have to actually like fucking stab them multiple times yeah. in order for them to stop screaming and shit. Yeah, like it's very personal about, and stuff. And most people don't want to be that personal when it comes to violence. Mm-hmm. They want right. something that's a quick fix, and that's what a fucking gun is. Yeah, I think if the gun wasn't there and they had to think about something like slitting their wrist or hanging themselves or something oh, like yeah, that, where sure it's going to take. A, yeah, I think that. Yeah. I they, mean, there are some people that are just beyond. I mean, if they don't have that support system and they don't have people there to help them, and that goes with domestic disputes as well. If mm-hmm. they don't have the people there to help them out, they're going to find a way. I mean, you could take away all their knives, too, and they'd still fucking find some way to do some shit, commit suicide or kill somebody else. They would find a way. But, but guns are easy. If you took away guns from people, it would lessen a lot because like you said, people have to think about it at that point and they really have to process in their head the pain and suffering that they would inflict on themselves or on the other person. They would really have to think about it before they acted. But gun, it's simple, fast. You don't really have to think about it. Just like, and like you said, the guy got drunk. He felt stupid. But if he was drunk and he wanted to commit suicide and he didn't have access to a gun, would he have done it? I mean, that, that's a I thing. mean, there's no really way for us to say that yeah, definitively. But he could have sat there and like got the knife out and then like, this is gonna fucking hurt. Or even if he, yeah, or even <laughs> if he tried to slit his, you know, even if he tried to slit his wrist, like as soon as he did, he's a like, shotgun, fuck, he's what am like, I doing? You know? Take my fucking head off. I don't have a brain, therefore yep. there's no pain. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yep. Like, it's so much well, easier. The other thing about the culture, though. And, and the reason, and we should probably... I do, I do think culture is probably the biggest thing. Well, here's the deal, that's, though. That's what I'm it's thinking. parenting. I don't think culture is quite the right word because when... I, and I know that I faulted my dad a lot on now this here, show. Now, here's the thing. Now, that's a good topic. You bring up parenting. And like, that's one of the things that I... Because I did a lot of reading on like the psychology and stuff of it. Um, I, I've done this in the past because this is something I've been kind of interested in. And parenting comes up. But, you know, 
if you're talking about like, oh, there's single families, you don't have the full thing. There's more single fam or single parent families in England, you know, but then again, they don't have the access to the guns, but they don't have any of the violence that we have as far as the gun violence too. Well, and, we don't parent our children. Or the Scandinavian countries, a lot of them have more single parent families per, you know, per family. There's more of them than there are here in the United States and they have hardly any gun crime. So I, I don't know if it's that. You know, per se, but then, you know, I've heard about ethnicity. People talking about, well, it's, we have so many more, you know, because if you look at the, the stats, you know, most of the, the murders are caused by minorities. I saw that, but. But even still, like, that's if you want to. That's actually not even true. That's the thing. It's, it's not. And not even if percentage it, wise. Even if it was, I mean, you have to go into exactly why. Not just chalk it up to, oh, well, it's when minorities was, and that's the way it is. When well, I was in the sociology courses, the concerning fact, by the way, this was concerning. It is concerning. <laughs> That uh, I'm concerned. The majority of the black population were was in jail; they were at, uh, incarcerated somewhere. Yeah, uh, that was the con- the concern with because most people think that like prison, it, the the majority in prison are black people, but that's not true. You know what the majority is in in prison? White people, and it makes sense, doesn't it? There's more of us. Yeah. That means that across the board, most likely there will be more white people than anything else. Well, yeah, but remember when we went over the drug show and did the stats. I mean, you look at the majority of the blacks that are in prisons for possession type crimes. Yes, that Which, are bullshit. And you know, this anyway. is the other thing that well, I mean, we brought this up before. That shouldn't even be a thing, but we're digressing. Yeah. The 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 parenting thing that I'm bringing up though is I was taught what guns were like and that if you pointed it at a person that was intended to destroy them so there was never a respectful way to do that yeah. you know I mean there was you mean there, you there was no accidental you pointed at somebody's like you, mean you, you pointed at me put it out and, and like point at your friend to scare them you no do that? that's that's <laughs> trying to get <laughs> them to stop hiccuping and, and that kind of shit is is why because stuff like that happens and there's yeah. no it's it's a it's a form of disrespect in my family if you are careless with a gun like that because there's so much at stake with it. And that's how I was raised was that this is a tool. We, we went hunting. Um, no, we I had rifles and like little handguns and shit. But like if, if you pointed at someone, that is a symbol of you wanting to destroy that person. Yeah. So I, I agree. I absolutely agree that parenting is a, a huge factor. It is but a huge factor. What do you do, you know, when the parents fail in their shit? Well, this is the problem with the country, by the way, is that we so don't it has to be. children. Oh, no, no. I, I agree that this this issue dives into some other serious issues that yep. need to be looked at and now, possible future episodes. Well, one thing, uh, I mean, the parenting's one thing, and that, that, like I said, all this is really going to be opinion when you get down to it. But Kinda, another yeah. thing that I saw a lot where they bring up is always the violence in movies and video games. Mm-hmm. Nah. Exactly. That's bullshit as well because the same movies that we put out over here they play them in Europe too. Yeah. All yeah, they do is dub them. Believe me, I lived over there. It's I, I do, same I ever, shit. I do think that if a small child is exposed to that stuff and they're not uh, properly educated onto exactly what it is and what's going on, then it, it can definitely desensitize them to violence yeah. and to uh, actually dehumanize people as well. I could because, see somewhat. Um, but I mean, yeah, you have good people that do die in movies, but the majority of people that die in movies are bad guys. But so then again, I know what you you're saying. You can dehumanize people if you turn them into a bad guy. I mean, look at what we do with other countries that don't agree with us. We demonize them, turn them into bad guys, and we go shoot them. I want to get into that in a second, but going what you're saying about that, I think that's for little kids. I think that makes sense. You know, if you're having kids playing cops and robbers and they see stuff, and you say they get a little desensitized. But that I think, even goes for some adults. There's some adults that are very undereducated but and very uh, I was underdeveloped. Say, but I think uh, you know, as they get older and you you learn reality. I think that can kind of put put that aside. 
and then you know video games i read some things on that but you know the majority of these like really graphic video games come out like japan and like i said with japan they had like fucking 11 murders their one year was like one of their top years in the last handful of years it's I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yes. Yeah, speaking of video games, I just have to give mad props out to uh, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Vice City way back in the day. That actually helped me out a lot because I was a really angry person and that video game let me release a lot of stress because I, I could just jump in there and fuck shit up. That's a good point. And then I could kind of mellow out and then I could be like a normal person when I went out. This is know, a good segue for me to uh, ask this. Have <laughs> I talked about Stephen King's essay called Why We Keep the Gators Fed? Mm-mm. Yeah. I haven't brought that up here. Go and read that essay because uh, I want you to do a dissertation on it next week. Fair. <laughs> the point to his essay is people like it, it's the essay is called actually the essay is called Why We Crave Horror Movies, and the whole point of it is humans love this aspect of it's like why do you go into a haunted house or why do you do all these like scare tactics things and there's a lot of answers. There's like I want to you know be the the proud brave guy that you know braved the haunted house or. But a lot of it is just we love grotesque violence. But it's an escape. It's like Eric said. I mean, I used to do the same thing. Only for me, the one that I love the most, because when I was going through my one of my roughest patches, uh, it was uh, San Andreas. I thought that one was the shit. I loved being a gangster and running around L.A. fucking capping asses and uh, doing hoes. But that was the one for me. But I mean, it's dude, Vice City and the '80s. And you're fucking Don Johnson with your rolled up fucking uh, sleeves and shit. Dude, I loved it. That was the bomb. You got in the car. They had fucking 80s playing on the radio. You had those badass like old looking Ferraris and shit. You can't beat that. Fuck LA. Fuck the no. whole San, San Andreas gang LA style shit. Fuck all that. No, it's all about the 80s. Because San Andreas, you could actually go to uh, Vegas and you can go to the Area 51 and fucking kill aliens and shit. So that one was even better. They kicked that motherfucker up a notch. But That's again, awesome. again, fucking Eric, he's ruining the show. He's digressing. We're not talking about that. But I think that, but I think that like, if you look at all these contexts, whether it be the parenting movies and violence, and then another one you always hear about is the violence in the American culture. And I guess that kind of ties in with the video games, which like I said, most of them weren't even made here. And there, it's a bigger phenomenon in like uh, the, especially in the Asian countries, Japan and stuff, um, or movies, which are distributed all throughout the world and everybody else sees the same bullshit that we put out that we do. Um, I think they talk about it though as our, our warring nation, you know, we're such a, we have such a warring nation, our background stuff. It's like, well, that, if that's the truth, then Britain fucking ruled the goddamn world for a couple hundred years. And all they did was just fucking destroy fucking people. I mean, they killed people, made territories and kept everybody in line via slavery and just mass murder. I mean, they were a brutal fucking people when the, when the British were fucking running things. And then you look at the Germans during, you know, world war two with the Nazis, the way they just, you know, supposedly killed, I don't know how many millions of uh, Jews. And then the other people that they dominated, those, those are pretty bloody goddamn backgrounds and stuff and cultures as well. And like I said, it doesn't translate today. Now, I know we continue to go to war constantly with other countries unlike them, but I, I don't know if I can buy into that as much either. I mean, I, I know everything plays a little bit of a part, and I don't know about you guys, but to me, I think it comes down to our government, and I think fear. Yeah, definitely fear. Hey, I think, I'm going to digress real quick. What the fuck did you just hand me? Uh, that's called Angry Goat. It's God a, almighty, this is a good-ass beer. It's goat. It is a it's, delicious beer. It's got a touch of goat uh, semen in it. Hey, do you have a Kick gun it up here? a notch. It's a, it's a double bock. <laughs> Eric and I are drinking, so you have a gun anywhere in the house, man? <laughs> no, I do not. 
get with my pants. So to demonstrate what we're talking about, Eric is going to fake shoot me. And, and yeah, I, me. I do think fear has a lot to do with it. Education does. And, and just to kind of go a little bit back, I do, I mean, I go out with my friends and do target shooting. Like my buddy who just bought the shotgun, we're going to go out eventually in the next couple of weeks and we're going to go target hunting with a shotgun. Uh, but we are extremely careful with them. We never point them at each other. That never fucking happens. Not even on accident. Uh, whenever he or did, as a joke, which is dumb. Whenever he did show me his shotgun, the first thing he did was he checked the chamber and then he checked the barrel. First thing he did before he even handed me the shotgun. That's what you're supposed to do. So they teach you that in the military. Education does it. go a long way, uh, but yes, go about uh, your Etiquette. fear. Well, the reason I say that is Etiquette's because another one. If you look at now, I'm just going strictly. This is back to just like strictly on the gun subject of it. But if you look now back in um, after 9-11 happened, immediately after it happened, gun sales went up 70%. Well, I'm just saying, if you if you look at and you go back, I mean, when you've had like the higher rates, I mean, even during like the World War II era and stuff, and then you look, like I said, 9-11 happened, 70% increase in gun sales. And then when... Obama got elected. There was, you know, so much. No, I mean, you know, I mean, just in seriousness and yeah, stuff. You know how? When, well, that was a not. That was a fear that he was going to tighten gun control laws. Like nine eleven was definitely like a fear thing where they thought that we were going to be attacked. But that's so irrational. But uh, here's yes, the, it is. But here's but, how I tie that in because, but it's like you're saying that everybody's scared that we're going to get our guns taken away because you have the right wingers saying, hey. He's going to get in. He's taking our guns away. Look at him. He's. It's just like going back to that Dis- Disability Act thing. Oh, well, he's real friendly with the UN. The UN wants, like the UN yeah. has uh, like some kind of a gun thing that they're working on now and stuff. And they're, they're the right-wingers are freaking out about that. But they're like, well, he's going to try and enact the uh, assault weapons ban again. He's going to take those away first. And then he's going to start taking away this. And he's going to start taking away that. And they, it is, it's a fear. It's a propaganda thing. They start scaring all these you know, these rednecks and stuff are these militia types who think that, you know, someone's going to take in and overwhelm our government and take it over. And then it's just going to be fucking mass, you know, anarchy in the streets around here. And they're going to have to defend their rights. Which and, I mean, already happened with like lobbyists and corporations. So what are you worried about? But that, see, that's behind the scenes shit. And that's all, and that's your white collar crime, yeah, you know, yeah, kind we're of not fear. No, about I was, that. I was, no, no, I was no. definitely making a, a satire here. You, you're just, you are, but you're right, and that's the shit that they should be worried about because that's the stuff that's really fucking them well, and see, their families. No, over. no, no, no. John and James down the street are about to get married. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, this is something that was said on Religious from Bill Maher. Uh, he was saying that Americans really like their conspiracies that are really outlandish, like aliens trying to come in and abduct people. And Area 51, it's like the conspiracy is in front of you, and it is the government being lobbied and religion. But oh, yeah. we'll get to, we've already talked about religion, but oh, yeah. that's the, whoa. Sorry about that. Good God. You man. like that, don't you? That's my new thing, besides. Uh, for those of you that <laughs> obviously can't see Michael, he was just rubbing his uh, microphone on his crotch. I was rubbing my fucking head on the head of the microphone Yeah, for Kristen's yeah. sake because she feels left out. Hey, Kristen, does your dad own a gun? So for future reference, if you ever see or meet Michael, he likes to sword fight. Mm. I'm sorry, Kristen. That's right. I didn't really want and you to like, just ditch out of the whole conversation. I just wanted to troll you one more time before you kept going. Yes, my dad owns a gun. Handgun, rifle, shotgun. I 
I'm not educated about guns, so I'm not going to is make it, any statement is it, about it. Is it a little one or is it a big one? <laughs> you know, that might have been the best thing anyone Yay could have big. ever said. Did you hear what she just said? What? She says, I'm not educated on this subject, so I don't have anything to really say. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a valid statement. She doesn't Dude, you know, know how many people have so like horribly awesome, staunch opinions about shit they've never studied? Oh, well, that's uh, pretty much all of the conservatives, I think. <laughs> but, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I, there I are some that are very, up. very I, highly educated. I kid because I don't care about you. I grew up around guns. Wow. I mean, my dad, has, my dad has a double barrel shotgun. Uh, my grandfather was like a huge hunter and like pretty much demanded that I learn to shoot. And that's the thing. I had to learn to shoot. Like yep. he wouldn't even exactly. let me hold the gun until I knew every facet about it and I knew how to clean it, knew how it was, uh, how to arm it and all that and the safety. I mean, everything he went through every little and see, step and is- it actually was a process. Like it wasn't something that he just showed me in one day and then just gave me a gun. It was a long process and a long educational thing before I even got there. Right. And like he would go out and target practice and he would make me clean the guns. And then after we did that for like a couple months and every time he just have like a new little lesson, I mean, eventually got to the point to where I got to fire a gun. Right. So and see, that's the thing for me is if you're educated about guns and you want to go and get a concealed handgun license and you're responsible with it, I really don't care. I don't have a problem with that. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't really know that you're safer. We can argue about that stuff, but I don't know that there's necessarily. I actually see. I I actually disagree. I think. I, I am totally opposed to the concealed handgun laws and it's proven in states that have them the crime rate isn't any lower so yeah, it doesn't um, I don't it, agree it with concealed handguns I, I definitely disagree with concealed handguns absolutely and it uh, doesn't deter from a whole lot but whatever it and frankly though it doesn't all according is, to stats the thing is though the people who are getting licenses like that are typically law abiding they're typically people that don't you know, I don't think anybody needs a semi-automatic. No, I do. I do agree with this. There's no reason at all for you to have an offensively driven weapon. It's like it's like the argument, like with like with uh, uh, like law enforcement back in the day. That's about where I think civilians need to be. And the reason for that is simple. Uh, have you all gone over or looked at anything from like 1970s robberies? There was one that was big in California. I think it was California. Nope. Okay, well, get this. Oh, are you talking about where they had the. There were two ex-military guys that I think they robbed a bank. I can't remember. Yeah. But they they get into the car and the police officers, and these were FBI agents. These were not like, you know, oh, LA police are over there with piss ass handguns. These are FBI agents that were getting taken down by like M16s and armor piercing rounds and all these like really heavy. They ended up, the reason they ended up taking these people down is they went to a pawn shop and bought heavy arsenal and brought them to the scene. And then they eventually took them down with like air support and all sorts of shit. There's no. It's, it's like the extreme to no gun control, aka a free market, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> the extreme to that is: should you be able to own nuclear weapons? Should you be able to own an RPG? Have Not a fucking you're rocket launcher. Nope. No. No. No one. And that's because those are offensively driven weapons. Are armor-piercing rounds off the table? I would think that that's yes. kind of an offensively thing. Like, what are you doing with that? You're not going to fucking go through. It's not necessary to hit a deer. You know but what I mean? See, that's, that's what I mean about gun culture. It's not enough to have a, a rifle and have uh, some ammunition and then go out and shoot and, you know, learn to use the weapon and all that stuff. It's more or less uh, what you can acquire and how badass you can make your shit. Like, yep. get a laser sight for it. Get a tack light for it. Fucking get armor-piercing bullets. Like... To them, that's like, oh, cool. But they don't 
think about it on the other side of it as, oh, oh, well, people can actually use these against uh, cops that are trying to protect me yes. <laughs> wherever I might be at and kill the cops really easily and get through. Yeah, it's never enough, man. If you try and say, well, I don't think we need these. I think this is a little overkill. Oh, it's our freedom. Yeah, Second Amendment I have, rights. I have no problem with people being well-educated, having to have licenses and having to go through some kind of training course in order to get, and even handguns. I, I really don't mind it that much. Not just not concealed. I don't yeah, think concealed definitely not. You don't need to be carrying around shit. There's no need for it at all. It does not protect you whatsoever. Uh, the only thing it does is make you more nervous and more apt to shoot somebody. Um, and definitely, there's no point in having uh, semi-automatic weapons. That's just a death machine. Period. Pretty much. I couldn't understand that after Bush got in. And no, like, here's the next thing I'll mention to you before I get to your point. Sorry. God damn you. <laughs> That's 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 to help Kristen understand that I do this to everybody. Um, the other thing to mention, though, and this is the point, though, I will say that there's one bad thing about saying you can't have these things, and that's there's always a black market for it. Uh, it's the same thing with drugs, and the same thing. with Yeah, that. but that's not really that much of an argument, you know. It's that, and I've, I have heard that they're like, "Well, it's do worse. you really think criminals are going to pay attention to a lot?" No, of course they're not. But if you restrict the manufacturing and how much is in this the country itself. It's going to be a lot harder. It's not going to be that fucking easy. Well, the other thing, too, that we should mention, and part of this might be... I mean, they act like if we uh, took away these guns, that people would be able to go on the street corner and fucking get an Uzi like it's okay, like nothing. No, it would be more expensive. Not necessarily going to be that way. The other thing that we should talk about, though, is uh, the U.S. government does gun running. So there's a really big proponent in the government that wants that to be, you know, not... The government does what? I actually wanted to. I was going to bring that up a little, but I just was like, screw what it. Yeah. What are you talking well, you know, about? The thing is, is that if if they're going to do that kind of shit, I don't think any of them really care that much about restricting all that kind of stuff to their civilians. Again, that goes back to when we had a drug talk and we talked about, you know, the Mexican president, ex-Mexican president made the statement about, you know, the reason why there's such a drug problem is because Americans keep buying them and they wouldn't be able to get across the board if there wasn't some help. It's just like... Those guns, those assault weapons, they're banned in Mexico, but for some reason they keep making the way over there. Thanks, U.S. I mean, and they say that all the time. It's like, fucking United States, what are you guys doing, you know? It's the same thing with uh, New York, because New York, they do have uh, pretty tight restrictions on guns. Mm -hmm. On handguns. Um, I completely agree with that. They have the largest population of any city (laughs) in the country. I think that they should have tight controls, but... They have a serious problems with guns getting in there. And the reason why is because neighboring uh, states, mm-hmm. Philadelphia or Pennsylvania being one, is very loose on their shit. So people can go over there, get one, and just come right back over. And actually, a lot of people, they have, uh, like, the people that do the black market uh, for the gun running, they have people set up in Pennsylvania that live there and just keep on buying and just keep on giving. And then they go yep. off and sell them for, you know, inflated prices and stuff. So probably, I will say part of the cleanup here would be what we've already suggested. That's legalized drugs. You wouldn't have, <laughs> you wouldn't have a lot of reason well, that, to have that would, guns. That would you... take a lot of the the gang argument out. Yeah. And it would. The, and actually, that would take out a lot of the minority argument out as well. Because yes, everybody associates minority with gang. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't have that valid argument anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and if you're white, they call you the mafia. If you're black, they call yeah. it a gang. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. already said that one. There's no stupid. Oh, hey, I do want to say this just because I think this is interesting. Going back to the kind of the fear thing I was talking about, you know, how the gun sales went up. This is, I thought these numbers were pretty neat. These were um, 
Now, the, how they kind of determine the gun sales is basically by the amount of uh, background check requests that the FBI gets. That's how they kind of determine how many guns are being sold. And uh, this is 2003, they had 8.4 million. 2004, 8.6 million. 2005, 8.9. 2006, 10. 2007, 11.1. So you can see it's kind of, it goes up, and, but it's kind of pretty steady. It just goes up a little bit every year. Now, here's when um, they found out Obama was coming in. <laughs> Four, the first year um, that he hit, it was a 12.7. Then it went up to 14, 14.4, 16.4. So when and they I, did it again whenever he got reelected. Whenever he got reelected, I heard that there was another boost in uh, gun They said that. Um, so do gun owners love Obama? Yeah, or gun gun uh, shop owners. Well, the thing of it, like, what really did Obama do for gun control? Well, like I said, it's fe- oh yeah. In his first four years, here's the thing. What did he do? Here's the thing with Obama on fucking gun control. As far as I can see, he did absolutely nothing. Okay, this is one thing about Obama too. Like I said, there's a lot of things, and I like I said, I'm a lib and I voted for him, but he does some shit. Like we talked about the whole clean coal and all that bullshit. He's full of shit on that. This is another thing that he's been very disappointing for. The NRA bashed him so hard. Like they got out many times and they went out and talked about how he's terrible for guns and he's going to take your guns away. Well, the um, actually what happened was like the Brady organization or whatever that they give out their grades and stuff uh, for like laws and shit. They gave him an F. And the only thing he did as far as guns went was he made it legal to carry weapons into national parks. <laughs> So that's what he fucking did. He didn't. You so can't, much for that gun yeah, control he's yeah. been enforcing everybody. No ban on assault weapons. <laughs> didn't restrict the like the cartridges and stuff. They were trying to get those restricted. You know the sizes of those. But that's what I kind of find funny is that these people they went out and they bought a shitload of guns whenever he got elected, and then whenever he got reelected, they went out and did the same thing, bought a shitload of guns. It's like the man hasn't done anything for gun control. Why are you freaking out about this? It's ridiculous. This is pretty funny. Like some of the gun makers and stuff, like uh, Smith and Wesson, and they said that they saw their stock prices increased dramatically after his reelection and they said that uh, ever since he got elected about every year their stocks have gone up about 10 percent <laughs> so that, i think they're probably rooting for him to get elected again they're like please god they were one of the few corporations like please god right. obama get reelected <laughs> we're fucking doing so good right now so ultimately i think that you are definitely more in danger when you're in close proximity to a gun um, I do believe that people should have guns if they want to have guns. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they should necessarily think of it as a protection thing against uh, like their neighbor or something. Because uh, that's just irrelevant. That doesn't even make sense. And you're probably going to be taken out before you even know it. Yeah. Um, or you're just going to wind up endangering somebody. But if you do have a gun... Shooting your seven-year-old kid. If you're not already educated, make sure you are if the people that are around you that live in the same household or wherever you reside are not educated, make sure that they are educated too, just in case you never fucking know situations come around all the time and there's crazy shit and people do stupid stuff. Got to make sure that people understand what they're using is an instrument of death. And that's plain and simple. You point it at somebody like Bog said, it's going to fire and you're going to wind up hurting somebody. Yep. And just remember this. These are the known numbers. You have about roughly 80 million Americans own guns. That's between 40 to 45% of households own a gun. That means there's a loaded gun and one in every 10 houses with children. So right off the bat, that tells you something. And how many people do you think actually have gun locks on their guns that are just laying around? 
Probably. If it's loaded, they probably don't. I, that's what I'm because saying. Because they're planning on using it. I think that you got to. They've got to strengthen the, you know, the process, the background checks. I think it should be longer than ten days, personally. And I think that if you have any kind of a, let's say, a violent like domestic assault, any type of a violent type crime, immediately, automatically, you don't get it, which isn't the case. And if you really look at the statutes, it's not the case. And I think that, like Eric said, there should be mandatory education on them especially for handguns. And I think they should have to re-up it like every few years. It should be like a driver's license. You should go back and have to take a, a test on it again and prove that you know how to fucking handle the gun and what you're doing with it. And there should be gun locks should be mandatory. I mean, I think that would solve a lot of, the, at least the in-house things, you know, with children getting a hold of guns because and these are last year's stats and these are like crude numbers I pulled off of. They're not completely um, legit yet. I mean, these are from the CDC, but they call them crude because, you know, they're still... You know, they're fresh and they're still working on them. Um, but as, as of last year, 2011, there is over 11,000 murders via a firearm. And 851 of them were considered accidental deaths. And I didn't see the breakdown on how many were kids, but I know that the percentage was way up on kids under 15. So, you know, that's hide those fucking weapons. Put them where there's, you know, put them where goddamn kids can't get to them. Make sure there's gun locks on them. Don't leave them loaded. Be smart. Yeah. And like I said, I, I'm not the, the, the stuff that I'm against, like semi-automatics and stuff like that. I'm a, I'm against it, but that doesn't necessarily mean or mean that I think that they should be banned. I think it's more or less a communal thing. And if we had the education set up, then maybe people would be against it more like me. Uh, but I'm not for like, if, if the people don't want them to be banned, then, you know, that's, I, I'm, a, I'm for it, you know? I'd have to say if they if I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to sit here and say that no, it it should be banned and it should be illegal because uh, I don't. And when it comes down to everything, I don't think that most things should be illegal. I think we should have kind of free reign, but I think that comes with a cost and a price: cost of education, price of uh, potential damage. Like I said, you know, to get a driver's if you license, don't do the education. I mean, you take driver's ed, you have to go take a test for it. You get your license issued. You have to follow up on every year. You got comps out monitoring everything you do when you're in a motor vehicle. It should be no different with the weapon. It should be even more difficult to obtain a a permit to fire a weapon or own a weapon. There should be, like I said, I think you should have to go and either have some type of training that's mandatory, you know, I don't know, over so many years to basically re-up your registration. And I mean, there should be something more in effect for it. Uh, you know what would be kind of a cool idea, too? If you could, uh, and don't tell me we can't do this because we can print money. We can so do any fuck fucking that. thing we want, dude. It would be kind of cool if you had a program that was or mandatory. America. Kind of like a like a driver's ed education would be. You know how you like had to do that outside of school, but it was at school? You ever have to do that? Yeah, like, yeah. It'd be I like at 6.30 in the morning yeah. to like 8 or whatever till school. So, yes. What if you could have like an off-duty police officer or a, a police officer who just wanted to pick up a second job? And get paid to go and teach about gun control or gun well, they, safety to they, kids. They did. In high There's a YouTube video of some guy that was showing his gun off to a whole bunch of kids, and he shot himself in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember seeing no, that's that. That's funny. I remember seeing that. It was awesome. 
And, he and gets, he's on Daniel Tosh's. Uh, his lesson web was <laughs> like, that's why you make sure the safety's on. <laughs> that, yeah, that's not the one I saw, but I think last week or the week before, he had the guy on who put the fucking the the gun up to his fucking nutsack and shot his oh. nutsack. You didn't see that? No, I didn't. You have to YouTube that one. YouTube wow. that one, everybody. I don't know. He's wow. like stupid. Him and his buddy are doing things with their <laughs> testicles, and they're doing it via like Skype, and they're trying to one up each other. And the guy fucking pulls out his little handgun, puts his ball sack, and he like stretches it out on the fucking table and puts the gun on top of it and shoots it. And it's just hilarity ensues. <laughs> wow. So we're gonna attempt that after we get off the show. No, <laughs> rock gonna, that. We're gonna see who can fucking withstand the pain. So the the point of that would be, you know, obviously all these young kids get some sort of an education lesson, and it's in the school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh and, no, you don't do that in the school. It's no, got no, it's I a agree. peace officer. I agree. I agree that there should be some level of education, because if forty five percent of the population has one, more than likely there's a huge percentage of those people that have more than one. Um. Maybe they should have it through and the school and then, you know, the, the likeliness of kids knowing somebody who has a gun or somebody's parents who has a gun is going to be very high. People need to be educated about it. They have to know it. It's not a toy. It's not something that's fun. Just show your buddies. Well, if they're going to do it, blow shit up. if they're going to do it right and it's not like one of these just say no fucking drug programs in the schools that are total nonsense. No, fuck all that. No, no, no. It's not. I don't think it should be a. Uh, it should be a very neutral thing. Yes, it Just should be about how to handle how guns, guns work, how dangerous they are, and how they hurt people. That's and it. how to use them and clean them. What's and wrong all with that, that stuff? I don't think there's anything wrong with uh, everything that presented with that is a knowledge based thing. It's it's fine. Yeah, it's I agree. Fine. Fuck so. it, let's ban all weapons. <laughs> Give your guns up, you fucking NRA militia, fucking down freaks. to the butter knife. We can't even have butter knives. Yeah. You get safe. Uh. You fuckers get safety scissors. That's all you fucking get. Deal with it. All right. Uh, anybody got anything else? Kristen has something. Do you, you want to get that out now, Kristen? You want to finish off the show with a bang? Yeah. Mm. What do y'all think of these guns? Oh my God. Unconcealed. God damn, dude. She just flexed her arms for showing us her muscles. You know that's what, it. That's all you got. This, you know what the, the sad <laughs> wow. thing. The sad thing is they're bigger than bongs. Uh. All right, folks. Nobody else has anything else. Well. The moral of the story is you fucking people are all idiots. And if you don't listen to us and start doing what we say, then you're probably all going to die. So they're going to die anyway. Eventually. Uh, why don't you horse out? Yeah. Like I didn't do at the beginning of the show. Even though I should have when we had all the awkward silence. Yeah. <laughs> of the fucking, are you going to talk? I'll have to edit a lot of that. <laughs> no, seriously, are you going to fucking talk? Um, anyway, if you're still with us, which you're not, uh, go ahead and follow us on the Twitter at the Intel Saviors. Uh, you can get our website from that page. It's uh, intellectualsaviors slash podbean.com, which uh, we know you all visit, even though you don't leave messages for us because you don't love us and you don't donate to us. So Eric will never fucking make it to Mars. Damn it. And we'll never be able to procreate with Kristen on I Mars. Get off this fucking rock. <laughs> God damn it. Right there. That's the reason you needed to donate. So anyway, what the fuck else? Mm, let's see. Facebook, Twitter. Mm. Thanks to KK and his weather underground again. Yeah, thanks KK. Is there anything else? Nope, done. Nope, we done? Boggs. Are we good? I'm Eric. I love you.